The first crack of thunder sends the crows up into the air. They circle above the treetops, feathers gleaming, beaks gaping as they screech at the sky. Within seconds, the rain starts pelting down. I shiver, pull my coat in closer and hurry into the school grounds, shielding my head with my arm and running the last hundred meters to the classroom block, stopping just inside the main entrance to take a breath and check my phone. Nothing. I've texted Robin three times over the course of the day and he's yet to reply. He was operating on the victim of a car crash overnight and he's yet to come home. He hasn't seen the latest note that was in Lily's bag when she got back from school yesterday. I want to forewarn him so that his first sight of the message isn't in front of a class full of parents. I write a fourth text. Robin, I'm really hoping we can talk before the parents' evening begins. Are you still coming? There's been another note. It's shocking, and it mentions you in particular. My finger hovers over my usual XX, but I resist. Press send and glance up. Cars are arriving in front of the building. A reminder that tonight's ordeal will be starting soon. I'm not ready to face any of the other parents and turn around quickly to make a beeline for the loose. Nina! Jeez, I jump as Maxine Mayfair steps out of the shadows. You gave me a fright. Has she been standing behind me all this time? She looks me up and down, literally, from head to foot, as if assessing how on trend I am. I'm loving your Mac. She reaches across to feel the material, her fingers brushing over the lapel. She is our celebrity parent, an Instagram influencer, Lifestyle and beauty are her specialities. It's a quality brand, she adds before meeting my eyes. I know this is my cue to start a conversation about fashion, but I'm not interested in labels. I shop for comfort and practicality. Her head tilts to one side. You look washed out. I've been better. She frowns. I'm so sorry about what's been happening to Lily. I'm hoping that after tonight we'll know who's been targeting her, I say, watching for a change in Maxine's expression. When there's any bullying or bad behaviour in Lily's class, Maxine's son Max is usually caught up in it. I wait for her to acknowledge this, but she doesn't. You know, I'm not... She trails off. You're usually so well-groomed. Her hand reaches out again this time to rub the ends of my hair between her fingers and thumb. There are some great products that can help with split ends. Belle would say, Tell someone who cares, Maxine. Her Glaswegian accent sounding both melodic and mildly threatening. Rachel would widen her eyes and play along. Are there? Do you have any samples? Right now I'm too tired for anything but a vague smile before I move past her to duck into the children's toilets. There are no mirrors above the miniature sinks, so I rummage in my handbag for my compact and hold it up in front of my face. Okay, so Maxine has a point. My curly hair is a split-end tangle that needs a cut and condition. My face is ghostly pale, prominent cheekbones and dark eyes making me look as if I'm suffering from an ongoing trauma. Anxiety does that to me, drains me of all colour and light. These last few weeks have taken their toll. 
and while I can just about cope with my own troubles, seeing Lily upset has led to sleepless nights and a nagging feeling of helplessness. <laughs>